last week I was at Chosen Few, which is a popular house music picnic. It is the place to be if you are just black and love your blackness and want to celebrate and just see all your aunties and uncles relive their high school, college years. It's a really fun time. But that made me think about for you better know who I wanted to highlight. And that definitely was the godfather of house music, Frankie Warren Knuckles Jr., more commonly known as Frankie Knuckles, who truly pushed this art form into a completely different sphere. He was born January 18th, 1955 in New York, died March 31st, 2014. And what I loved when I actually looked out at the crowd of Chosen Few, because you truly can see his legacy carrying on. But what I loved about Frankie Knuckles is he was a black queer man who had all these cisgendered folk just loving him, you know? And that truly, like, really resonated in the sense of, like, we've got to push past sometimes, like, what our judgments are against people and truly exhibit a mindset of love. And that is what house music is based in. He got his start um, basically DJing in the ballrooms for the LGBTQ plus community. So in Warehouse Club, which opened in Chicago in 1977, he was invited to play on a regular basis, which helped him to hone his skills. He also mixed, like, different genres, such as disco, indie, soul, rock, European cis, disco, and did it in a way that was so cohesive that that was how house music was born. Not only was he popular at Warehouse, which was initially a members-only club for largely black gay men, but it also then began to attract straighter white crowds. Um, he also started his own club in 1982 known as the power plant. Um, in terms of working with Jamie principal, this was epic because they were able to put together some of the most baddest hits ever, um, put your love and baby wants to ride on vinyl. And then these tunes became regulars on his real to real player at the warehouse for a year. Just going on into everything that he has produced, you can't hide from yourself. He also was a producer for Baby Wants a Ride, like I said. And then later, Tears with Robert Owens. I, and even trying to go through all of his accolades. Like, there is not a person who is not owing to some aspect of their production. And that goes for the Timberlands, the Swiss Beats, everyone. Frankie Knuckles had a way of truly putting every genre of music together and letting people love them. And I will never forget the day that he died. I saw Chicago do something with they permit loving sales that they never do. <laughs> they literally had an impromptu house session in Millennium Park, which is like for everyone. It's like our central park, basically. And everyone showed up tears the whole city just showed up and danced and reverberated that love that's something that i think especially in the time period that we live in 45 cheeto just this the hatred and dementia keeps getting greater and stronger that is what we really need to focus on i just love two pieces frankie knuckles and if there is anyone that i definitely feel like would be an excellent excellent example of living your truth but then also really trying to help others to celebrate themselves it is him so Salute to that king. Chosen for you, as usual, was amazing. Um, and, yeah, let's move right on into So According to IG. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome to yet another edition of Joy Has Questions. When I tell you, like, I have the biggest smile on my face. I am with one of my face right now. This is about to be some shit. Like, yes! <laughs> I'm uh, like, she is my favorite Christian, y'all. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> next to Christ, she is like right up there. She don't judge me. She don't look at me crazy when I curse. She don't hit me with the, are you eating anything other than fish on Friday? Yeah, like, she, life, mama. thank you. <laughs> she knows how to juke as well as do a smooth, <laughs> do a smooth Jesus shuffle. your heart broken on tinder or run into that dumb negro in series she is right there to lend an ear be like oh no we're gonna pray the stupidity away <laughs> give it up for my girl the founder of one fine duo and fashion is i got fashions for days <laughs> tiffany mcpherson this is so good girl. i'm so happy to be here hi babe oh my god 
my god, you have to introduce me like that when I become famous. Like, if when I ever you, become famous, when you become, oh no, we're speaking this no, into existence. I, I have to call Joy. She has to do it. Right? You can't prank her. She go hit it with a juke jam at the rink and then go through the NYB. And on the seventh day, Christ said. Just like that. (laughs) It's all about balance. Oh, God. I am so happy to have you here. I'm so happy to be here. I, like, oh, it's about to be a show. Yes, let's get right into it. Y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. (laughs) So let's get right into it. So according to IG... I scanned, I looked. The first thing, let's just talk about it real quick. Um, Culture Kiari Cephas. (laughs) Really? Like, seriously? You know what the messed up thing was? This is a Kappa baby. (laughs) No, I was so happy that Cephas is spelled with a C, because if that child would have had KKK initials... (laughs) I'd have just prayed to Nat Turner and been like, please just receive us into your love and grace (laughs) with all the aggression. Take away all the violence from this child. I can't. I can't. So Cardi, I think, said it best. She was like, anything else would have been basic. I feel like the thing is, what were were they gonna name her Francesca uh, Marjorie Benoit the fourth? Like, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess being Cardi B, you have to be extra. Like, have There's you seen her nails? Yeah. I ain't even got patience for that. I don't even know. Like, I'm just happy that it was simple. I just knew the baby's name, first name, was going to have like five syllables. I mean, she could, you know what? I can't put her my expectations on her. That's the thing. Nobody can put anybody else's expectations on Cardi B. You got to let her be herself. And that's, she's culture with a K. I'm not upset at it, actually. I can't be of, upset. It's Cardi. Of, exactly, yeah. in the sense of who it is. like Right. And not even trying to be shady to everyone's fave, Beyonce. But I'm like, but if she can name her children Blue, and if Gwyneth Paltrow can name her kids Apple, Apple and, all, yep. and all these other... Yep. Ving Rhames actually got the word. He named his daughter Rainbow. Right. So her first name is Rain. The second middle name is Bo. I'm like, you couldn't even just Bye. be normal with it. No, they have to be. <laughs> Not Rain and them. Rain Bo. and Bo. Oh, okay. And then you know you got to be special at the graduation. Uh, say both, please. Like. That's petty. I mean, you know what? Never mind. It's not petty. It's them living their best life. So I, I'm not. I can't be mad. Like, I mean, I this guess. This is who they are. What do you expect? Though? I mean, in terms like, of Ving Rhames, though, I was like, that's the name I'd have seen Holiday Hart naming his kids. And clearly he did. <laughs> like, like, you the dude for Mission Impossible. What? Yeah, lo- let's just be grateful for not the, not having the KKK. Honestly. I'm happy with a K. Oh, God. Can you imagine if it was KFC? <laughs> wow. wow. That child actually was spared from a lot. Listen. Low key, she could brand her. This is trash that I'm thinking this way. <laughs> she could, <laughs> but if she wanted to brand that KFC, y'all, think about it that this could way. Be so bomb. Ain't she a blood? What is Cardi B? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the sound she ain't is. Ain't they like flag colors, like red and white? Anyway, that's already built-in marketing plan. Listen, listen, she could have built off of that. KSR group, if y'all hear me, I want three <laughs> percent. I don't wow. need much, y'all. Wow. Why am I thinking of a master plan to pitch? That have brought <laughs> back the curl. Okay, you like she already did something with Amazon. Mm. Now you got like the colonel. Mm. He could be like in Brooklyn or in the Bronx, like on some man, just getting it in. Wow. But you know what? You are <laughs> but you got profiting off of chicken. And you know oh, that you know, and it's mean? the like colonel, the, the plantation, chicken thing. Never mind. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Well, Next. we kind of have one. <laughs> we, we almost, we almost had have one. We almost had. That's okay. Keep living. This is this. a minor one, but I still want to bring it up. Uh, Sierra, can we please just give her a slow hand clap? Them pictures, <laughs> like. <laughs> I feel, hold up. Remember the Disney movie Atlantis? Like at the end where the gods start clapping, they brought the light all the way back. That's the type of clap we need for her. No, seriously. I was like, my God. She looked like she looked like what Nicki Minaj should have looked like in the Chun Lee video. Oh my 
my god! And I, I'm Seriously, like, see, that's Joy. what a Seriously. badass ninja looks like. Seriously. Like, she looked like she was about to go decapitate somebody. And I know Russell Wilson was running, skipping <laughs> all through the house. Like, keep on this outfit. This is my girl. No, like, she looked amazing. And the thing I love about Sierra, even though, you know, how do I put this? I always want her to win, but I feel like after the R. Kelly phase, like promise, like a ride, that was her last like time that she was super like relevant to me. Cause body party, I saw that disaster of country mile away. I was like, don't do it girl. That's my jam. So don't come at this. (laughs) Low key. (laughs) Second off, like, uh, I think she started losing when people started saying she had both body parts. That's when people started. I forgot you remember about that? That they that, did call that her was when she started. Her hermaphrodite. Yeah, that's so rude. That's rude. But I'm just saying that's when the decline started happening to me. Damn. Well, either way, she has bounced back. I, I'm personally at the space with Sierra, especially like how you can leverage. Instagram or social media mm-hmm. and brand yourself in every aspect of your life. I think Will Smith said it best. He was like, you know, it used to be in Hollywood, the more mysterious you were, the more people like gravitated. Now it's the complete opposite. Like people want to feel like they know you. Yeah. And yeah. so I think with Sierra, I like seeing that aspect of her sans music. She ain't got to sing me another song. No, I just like seeing her life. Right? Exactly. And I would love to see her branch off. It. I don't know if she can act, but into, she can become hmm. like in so many different areas. I would actually be interested in seeing it. I don't need another disc from her on this side of Armageddon. I agree. <laughs> you know what she reminds me of for me, which is terrible. So little mama now trying to be like relevant. Sierra was, I think felt a little like that from mm-hmm. us of our generation. For anyone who doesn't know, there's a woman <laughs> by the name of little mama, uh, <laughs> She made a song talking about honey gloss. And then she is most best known for two things, crying in front of Charlamagne. Oh, my God. And then also not listening to Beyonce when she told her to stay her black ass off the stage when her husband and Alicia Keys were on stage. Um, Continue. Because I know for a fact. (laughs) She reminds me of Lil Mama and then Olivia from G-Unit. You remember? She reminds me a little bit of those two. She reminds me of a mixture between those two, but she's way a little bit more relevant, and that's why I want her to well, win. Well, hell, like, bring up Diamond from Crime Mob while we at it. Like, let, no, let's just bring up everybody who could have who could have made that's it. Not, that's, that's, not the same, like, that's not the same thing. <laughs> Olivia really could sing, though. You know what actually did it for me was the fact that when Olivia got I. I won't put that on Sierra for. Oh, did you ever watch Love and Hip Hop? I did, but when she was in there, in and the I beginning. hate. That's what actually made me hate Olivia. Why? Because I looked at her and I was like, I understand that you are talented. I respect. Or maybe it was just how they portrayed her, but they portrayed her as very like elitist kind of acting. Like they portrayed her as if she was acting like she was super successful and not more so in a reset or okay. a grind season. Okay. So it's like every scene that I saw her, her whole thing is like. Well, I'm just trying to be about the music, and I know that I can sing. And I'm like, I, we get that, but Joy, no one cares about your story. I, how I felt was she was she was not trying to be what Love and Hip Hop was trying to make her be. To me, gotcha. that's what it felt like. It felt like I ain't trying to be about this raggedy mess that y'all trying to put me in a box for. I'm really trying to sing. Like, I really can sing, which y'all recognize my talent. That's what that felt like to me. Okay. Well, I can definitely see your perspective. And I think more so then, it was just the trick of, you. if you go into a show like that, you have to be willing to play their ratchetry games. And she wasn't going. And And I I respected that about her. And not even being on the next season, I felt like, girl, live your best life. But like, I want her to sing more. She really can sing. Unlike Sierra. I love Sierra <laughs> and the thorn in the side that she... That, this is actually segueing into the real like aspect of okay. it that I wanted to talk about. Because okay. you know I love a good debate over toxic masculinity. So Future dropping his album 
on their anniversary day. Mm-hmm. And I saw all these memes of like, oh, future have a symbol and all this other stuff. It looked like a bunch of, you know, Power Rangers coming together. <laughs> Bye. But I'm about to leave. <laughs> the door. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> but what really was frustrating to me was I'm like, do we not recognize that he clearly is still in his feelings about this? Because out of all of his baby mamas, she is the only one that is truly not dependent on him. I'll never forget that. What was it? That tweet he said, oh, this bitch got control problems. In actuality, you were the one with the control problems. Yeah. She's li- she's out here living. Like right. not not thinking about you. That's the thing. People want that residue. They bank on that residue. Like that unhealthy I'm still in my feelings residue to continue to give people storylines. Mm-hmm. She she said, "Well, I'm going to move on and have a baby and have a wonderful family by and a millionaire as I am a millionaire <laughs> uh, with, with multiple millionaires and you still owe me a check every right. month a check that I don't even need but you gonna I bet you pay I'm gonna take that check though what you owe <laughs> and maybe I'll save it up for Zaire's like Jordan money or whatever if he want to get his curls hydrated with Shea Moisture products but we don't need it. We don't need it. Brittany, Joy, and the other two that I'll never even see, they need it. <laughs> but I'll take it. <laughs> I'm in South Africa doing key key challenges with Girl. my man. Girl. <laughs> like, Girl. And then also coming through looking like fresh Matrix glory. Listen, that's what she really should be doing, being a choreographer. I was about to say that word wrong. I would love to see her be a choreographer. Or you know what honestly like She could have been what what's that lady's name? Dance? What's that lady's name who helps Diddy? Oh, I'm Rianne. She could replace her. She's Don't. Lorianne. <laughs> that is a show on to itself. She could replace her. Honestly, don't you think? Yes. I don't know if she has the personality for it. No, but. she does. I just also sometimes like Sierra's voice can be It's not that it's grating, but I'm like you know, I just, oh my God. And then I'm like, girl. I, That's what I'm saying. I don't know if she has a personality or yeah. voice and stuff like that for it. But I would love to see her also on World of Dance. That would be hot. That would be definitely, she has perfected that whole dip down on the bag, hit, touch the floor and come up by your knees she bullshit. Really, she really can. I would love to see her do that too. But at the end of the day. There's so many opportunities, Sierra. Be great. Be great. And flourish. <laughs> and know that you ain't never got to pray or wear matching dreads again. <laughs> the world is yours. Okay. <laughs> yeah, matching dreads. The things black women will do for these Negroes. <laughs> like, it no, is too, for real. too the much. Oh, we gonna get there, girl. Oh, we gonna get there. Okay, so, I'm rubbing my hands like Birdman. Let's go. Last but not least, <laughs> this was just a week of toxic bullshit. Um, there's a man by Clifford Harris. He wears suits um, that are very well tailored. The world currently knows him as T.I. Bye. Or <laughs> I'm leaving again. <laughs> I as go. I like to call him, the letter after S, the letter before H, or after H. Wow. <laughs> um, but he was on Instagram Live giving the most awkward birthday uh thanks or gratitude you know he he the dude that went to jail like five times and now he thinks he as i hypothesize or philosophize over the demise of you be like sir order the damn nuggets (laughs) from mcdonald's and get the fuck out the drive-thru no one asked you for none of this (laughs) he was he was on there (laughs) you be sitting like do you want hot mustard or sweet sour what are you doing (laughs) It ain't even worth all this. Wait, I'm not going to play you two on this podcast. <laughs> he today. gets on my ne- Like, he is the epitome of a smart, dumb Negro. Like, he just, he want to be smart so bad. <laughs> let, like, him live. let him live. <laughs> no, because he's misogynistic as shit. This is what I'm getting to. Okay, so he's going to sit on. there and make a, a IG live comment talking about some, you know, congratulating his wife. Like, Man, you did it. You you really out here. You got your own back. Well, I can't talk like that. <laughs> you, <laughs> you secure. Jazz, you got to stop her. Cut it off. <laughs> you can't. This accent. I'm trying to do the accent. No. <laughs> no. I can't do the accent. 
your bag. You out here like, you know, you did it. And I'm sitting there like, how many years, though? Oh, he's like, I guess it's time for you to do your own thing. First off, y'all did <laughs> went to the deposition meetings now seven times since Sunday. But then on top of it, it's like, at what point do you learn how to truly support your mate? And yes, I know this is reality. And we all, you know, just love the family hustle and, oh, they look so perfect. And clearly, as we were seeing, they had horrible infidelity issues. But I'm like, this bag that she has secured, you fought her every step of the way to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, you ain't taking my baby on tour. Why can't? It's escape. Right. See, here's the thing. When you think of tour, you think of smacking, you know, chicks on their boot, as we've seen. Right, right. And all this other stuff. Right. She's going on tour with fellow mothers. If anything, they're going to be in a playpen at the United right. Center. Like, <laughs> anybody have no goddamn turn up? Like, what is wrong Nanny. with Nanny.com. Something. And that's the thing. So, when I look at a situation like that, it's kind of like, why is it, do you, it, it just came out to me like you're not truly giving her support. Like, you're saying this, but you haven't been a support system to her. I think both of them need major healing so they're not toxic to one another. To even interact. Yeah, I just think that they're both toxic to one another. I think that she triggers things in him because she was the one with the money and he feels he can probably feel inferior or she has to probably remind him of where he comes from. Um, Hmm. All of that back even all of that stuff, I feel like none of that has been dealt with and it just made for a toxic marriage in and of itself. And it looked pretty on, on TV, but like behind the scenes, again, we don't know what's any of that stuff that's going on. So all of that that he's saying or any of that that's coming from is coming from a point of insecurity and just, so, I mean, I can't fault him for saying that. I mean, it's terrible that he said what he said or he's done what he's done or is acting how he's acting, but at the end of the day, it's coming from an unhealed place, and people are just going to do what they, you know what I mean, where they come from. You yeah. can't expect different behaviors from somebody who's not healed. I think that especially reflects in, like, their family structure. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I am not saying, let me, all jokes aside, because I know we're going to kiki all the mm-hmm. rest of the show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but all jokes aside, I will never look at someone being a parent or necessarily taking in the children of their spouse, whether it's from infidelity or not. Because I think, number one, whereas you still have your own separate conversation of, like, as a relationship, children are innocent. Mm -hmm. And I cannot stand when I see situations or when I hear adults, because that sticks with them when they're just like, yeah, I always felt like the step or the other or the mistake kid. And so I can at least appreciate if there's one thing that I've always seen reflected is that with Tiny as well as him, all of their children like, no, that's my daughter, that's my son. And and it doesn't come off as like either one of them doing it to spite the other biological parents involved in the situation. So that I will give them, like, they definitely love the hell out of their children. But now it's even starting to get to a point where now that their kids aren't little anymore, like, he even had that IG video for Mother's or Father's Day. And because that was right after he had just got caught in another video with another chick, that his son's king and major, he literally said on IG Live, like, oh, they ain't rocking with me this Father's Day. Like, they with their mama, they didn't want to come be with me. And I'm just like... This starting to like this ain't you acting he's a fool and being little. going to continue this behavior. Ti is really going to continue this behavior over and over again for generations to come if he doesn't decide to really sit down and face himself mm-hmm. and where that comes from. Exactly. Like, and cont- people in general though are going to continue the behaviors they they have um, been brought up with or they've been just around and from experiences or whatever the case may be until they sit down and face that stuff. And I don't think he's humbled himself enough Mm -mm. to do that, to sit down and do that. And that's the thing because the money and the access allows him to not have to be humble, but not even that. I just feel like that's a scary place to be in. You have to stop and be in a place of vulnerability. And that's the thing. Like accountability is really the older I get, the more like I'm trying to focus on it with myself. Mm-hmm. It's becoming so much more present to me just how many other people around me aren't accountable mm-hmm. 
or you know how they shrug it off as yeah. just a like oh you know my bad but I'm like no lack of accountability even from something as small as telling a friend like oh I'm gonna be here at three and then you got me waiting till fucking five like or a situation of relationship and fidel- whatever that has really big implications yeah. like because it's tied into what you said vulnerability trust all of that mm-hmm. and Definitely. I'm like. Let me handle my own problems because I'm kind of also in this way. I'm about to be 30. I ain't trying to be out here IG beefing with my man. What? I wish I would be sending subs to a dude I'm coming home to. Yeah. You just, you can't operate in fear. And really that's at the end of the day. It's only two emotions. As my mama, love, McPherson, relationship expert, shameless plug would say. Oh, no, we're going to get to that. (laughs) Because between the rage room and her mother, send all of your, (laughs) please send all of your Christmas gifts, thoughts, and, you know, cards saying, thank you for that time you talked to Joy and she didn't beat my brakes (laughs) or beat my head clean the hell off. For being a damn dummy. <laughs> no. no, what I was saying was there's only two emotions, love and fear. Everything else is a variable variable of that. And so I think a lot of our generation and generations before us have a hard time or fear um, facing the stuff that they need to face so that they can move forward and live. I hate that live your best life is the only thing I can think of to say, but that's the truth. Living your best life. It's trending right now. So, you know. But it's, it's the truth, it's though. A true statement, but we're not op- okay. We're gonna get to that. We really not operating in that truth. But that's a different. We gonna get there. So that's all I have for. So according to IG, the only honorable mentions that were even were up were Tabasco twenty two, uh, aka Lisa Frank's love child, went to jail. And let me tell y'all something for everybody who want to sit there and be like, "Oh, he a thug. He a gangster. He a the the fear." <laughs> That I saw is he was wearing that little Walmart sweatsuit as Bye. he was standing in front of the judge. You ain't about that life. Sit down, Prescott. <laughs> like, just sit it on down. Because the judge definitely was like, uh-uh, your bail is zero. <laughs> as in, you send your ass here. So, <laughs> that tickled me. I was like, at least put him in a holding cell. Y'all could have gave him the weekend. That would have been the best episode of Scare Straight ever. No, seriously, though. You talking about no, A&E? I want to see the episode of Tabasco <laughs> at Rikers. Where's that episode? <laughs> that would have been like. <laughs> I love Scare Straight. Oh, it was like an hour-long version of Sergeant Julu from the Sally Jesse. <laughs> Y'all remember that show when he would I come do. out? You had Sergeant Julu. They, who was the uh, the white man from Jenny Jones? Uncle Lou, not Uncle Lou, Lord. Sergeant. I don't even remember that one. But the best one, Sergeant Julu. Where is he? Talking about pillars Where of the community. Talk- Bye. Where are they now? <laughs> That's my childhood. <laughs> he come out. Oh, so you want to be pregnant at 13? <laughs> That's some good stuff right there. Problem children. But all right, then. That is it for So According to IG. Well, well, well. Look who decided to finally bring herself to Chicago. Summer is here, guys. Mother Nature finally decided to let all of us see sunlight, and I am here for it. So best believe I'm going to be at somebody's kickback all June, July, August, and possibly a little bit of September. You know that first month always be popping with some Cavassier VSOP, the only drink that is worth drinking for summertime to get it in. I hope you're doing the same, and let's get it back with Joy Has Questions. Moving into the part I have been waiting for. Oh, yes! <laughs> so apparently I gave her a bomb intro. She did. Y'all, <laughs> if you missed it, go rewind. Do, do can people rewind? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm on all platforms. Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, okay, Stitcher. Plug. Oh, no. It's, it's every. <laughs> I can't do it now. How many people in our generation can't do that? And it's, it's troubling me. You can know you why it? they can't do it? Oh, because it's no. based in enunciation. Whoa. So when everyone was talking shit about me pronouncing <laughs> and calling me an Oreo, my tongue is, it's a roof thing. Okay. <laughs> So if you can't do it, you know what? the word is door. I'm international, though. Oh. <laughs> That's the problem. When, when your parents are sitting there going, the word is door, not dough. And you say, it's dough. That's why you can't, oh, cool. Like, see, right. Because <laughs> you can't make the R. Well, okay. Okay. She might have a point. <laughs> That's my childhood trauma. Yeah, <laughs> I see. My God. <laughs> But no, so 
we'll get it right into. So I have a question. First and foremost, I just have to know, um, or rather, I, I know, but I want you to tell all these amazing listeners, like, how did you even establish your brand when you're already known as being, like, this beautiful Chicago Huxtable family? <laughs> like, and for, just to backtrack, her mother is Love McPherson, who is a celebrity life coach, that like, relationship builder, all-around phenomenal woman. There's a reason why her wash and goes never look dry. <laughs> And that's because not only is she using ORS, but she has covering. So, um, so even watching your parents, mm-hmm. your dad too, I'm mm-hmm. like, he's just like the sweetest jolly green giant, just as tall as he want to be with <laughs> his crazy. nice, with his Silly. nice suits on. Your sister chill. So it's like you're already a part of a well known family, mm-hmm. you know. And and I call you all a celebrity. You are in celebrities. It is what it is. So how is it, though, that you were able to differentiate yourself and, and start your own brand? Um, well, my mom has, my parents, I should say, have been trying to brand me since I was little. Like, at seven, we, she, we had a, um, our own business at seven. Like, we were selling books and had those kids sell the books and all this other, like, it was a literary drug dealer. (laughs) (laughs) The book was called How to Teach Kids to Be a Millionaire, which was hilarious to me. So, like, we were established, my mom was very intentional about, like, establishing brands, establishing businesses. But then as I got older, you know, you kind of follow your, you follow your passions, find your own niche. And, um, my sister and I created a nonprofit called charity is love where we would, um, help kids in IBO, Kuta, Nigeria. Um, uh, they, <laughs> we would send them books and all types of stuff to help build up their library for the high school out there. And so, um, when we were trying to do a missions trip, so then we that was that thing, and then we had a trip that we were an um, actual missions trip to Ghana, Africa, um, for a medical brigade. And so, in the midst of that, we were trying to raise money and get these last bit of coin because it was hard. And um, my mom was like, "Well, my sister was like." what do we like to do that's like effortless and that's shop. And so we would go thrifting every morning, most of the time. And so then I started, I took it a step further and started styling the stuff that we would find. And then I put it on that. This is when IG was fresh and new when everything was pixelated y'all. And uh, I put it up there and people started liking it and they would buy. And so we raised enough money to get to Ghana. Um, and then we, when we came back, everybody was like, so that was nice, but about those clothes, though. Like, how can we get our hands on those clothes? Is going to be, and, like, a monthly thing? Or right, like, right, right. And my sister, how do I get in? My sister was like, yeah, that's too much pressure. I'm out. And so, and so I was like, okay, I really like this, though. This is, like, what I love doing. So I continue to do that. How many orders were you all filling? Y'all, like a million, but my stuff was like $7. So, like, it was really on the people. I didn't realize how much, like, I wasn't making money because I just loved the production of it all. I loved having a photo shoot. I loved putting stuff together. But there's an art to thrifting. Like, yeah. I, like you're able to treat, you're the person that I go, where the hell did you find that from? Because <laughs> we are not going to the same store. Like, it's an art to it. No, and, and it I takes a lot of patience. I, and see, yeah, I don't have that skill set. Yeah, so that was in 2012 that that happened. Um, and it's continued to go since then. I've had my times where I had to just stop and regroup and think about it. Now is one of those times, but I'm still participating in a lot of different fashion shows, um, still planning photo shoots and still styling. So One Fine Duo is still thriving. Exactly. Yeah. Whose uh, fashion show were you just in? <laughs> Because a lot of people have shows with no fashions. So Bye. you have to. Let's, let's clarify. Let's clarify. I've been a part of um, Blake Martin. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'm Blake. here about spreading the good words. So I'm funny. like. Yeah, so he um, reached out to me and asked me to do a tribute to his mom, That's his like, mother, who um, passed away last year. And um, yeah, I was responsible for paying tribute and it was 
it was a lot of pressure, but it was such an honor to be able to do something. He really loved his mom. I mean, I don't want to say who doesn't love their mom, but like whether you beef with your mom or not, she still got a place in your heart. And um, for him, that was his heart and soul. So like it's for me person. to be, yeah. So for me to be able to execute something just to show how much he loved his mom. And he, from what I understand from his mouth, um, that was her style. And I was able to match it accordingly, which oh. was like, that was my thing. Like, can I get this right? Like, does it sound like, I'm sorry y'all for the biker boys and this disrespectful <laughs> ass. Wheelie this moment. They doing. <laughs> Wait, no, okay. no, but, um, yeah, that was just my biggest deal was like, can I get this right? Does this really reflect your mama? And everybody was just like, did she, wow. All right. They they don't care about his mom. We make our own rules. <laughs> I'm about to like say we're biker boys. <laughs> like, no, but honestly, um, yeah, that that experience was such an honor. Gotcha. Now for anyone who is not familiar with I I truly multiple times a day go to your page, especially on Facebook, to look at your statuses and to crack up. <laughs> Because you have an effortless way, like you truly do. And that's one of the things I love about you. You have the seamless ability to mesh your love of Christ and then also current issues that millennials are facing. Mm -hmm. And that's something that, especially when you do look at statistics, the decline of church and millennials, like we are the worst. Like ain't none of us going to church. So it's just We don't think we need it. Exactly. And so how is it that you're able to mesh the two and make it in a relatable manner that doesn't you know, judgy or like I'm going to have the deaconess board calling me every damn Wednesday <laughs> talking about some, you coming back, right? That's like, hilarious. Um, let's see. I think all of my statuses, I don't think I'm funny, but people think I am, but like, no, seriously, I don't, I'm better on paper than I am in person. Girl. Either way. Um, all of this comes from like real life stuff. Like I'm, I can't be making any of this stuff up y'all. It's us. Uh, it's, articulated very dramatically but like it's really how I feel on the inside and I used to be in high school I was that girl who was judgy like oh my god I don't have sex I don't drink I don't smoke I don't do this I don't do that and I'm judging you because you are and it was like how do you live you can only live like that for so long so in college I got depressed all of that like all of my performance-based identity declined I was kicked out of school um, and I was like, okay, I don't know who I am anymore. And I don't have these things to wear on my to shoulders. Yeah. To define me to wear on my shoulders. So I think even before that, when I got in college, I realized like Tiffany, you're still flawed and performance means nothing. This, this stuff, that identity means nothing. Um, and so, and that's not even how you can win people to Christ. People hate that stuff. And so when I realized that, I was like, ding, ain't nobody finna love Jesus if I keep acting like this. This is so disrespectful. So I started, I changed after I had my mistakes and all the other kind of stuff. I definitely changed. And then I was like, wow, people really go through stuff. Like this life is real out here. People get depressed. People can't get out of bed. Like, People can't go to class. People fail. All of that stuff brought things into perspective. And that's why I'm able to speak the way I can now. It's from a real place. Like, we out here. Sorry. We out here. <laughs> like, there are struggles in life. Um, but you can combat them. And then that's where the, my foundation comes in. The, the, the Christian foundation that I have is, like, there's faith still, though. God is real and... He loves us and he wants our us to live our best lives. <laughs> I feel like Jasmine's looking like title. <laughs> and I'm looking like I want it to be, I ain't going back and forth with you. <laughs> See two different people. <laughs> um, so much meaner. <laughs> but no, I, I love that aspect. And that's something that also it makes people more willing, like you said, to open up and to be vulnerable. And that's I, what I and found. I know when you met me, you were just like, oh, she's such a good person. She got shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was true. And that's the thing. Like, I was, I always say this. I met you when I was truly having the breakdown moment or mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. that coming to grips moment. Mm-hmm. This aspect of my life was mm-hmm. in, and I was tired of the pretenses. I was mm-hmm. tired of the social circles that I was around. I was tired of scraping yeah. to not even be respected. 
I felt, or it's just like to be, you know, to constantly be like shitted on. I'm just like, damn, like, right, what am right. I doing this for? Right. And so I really, when I met you and you were just so nice and so kind, it helped me to like open up. And I know that's the feeling that so many other people have around you because it's a place of like, oh, girl. Jesus yeah. is out here talking to prostitutes. You and have I don't no even, problem. And like, you know what? I don't even feel like that. I feel like why are people, there's a reason why people act the way they act or function the way they function. There are people who are out here hurting or whatever the case may be. And who are you to be sitting there like, well, you not living your best and you not doing the right thing. And this, what are you exactly. serious? Why, why are they the way they are? And I think that's what I've learned most from, my parents is you have to find out the background behind a person to even see like where they're coming from. Even if somebody is out here raggedy cussing you out, there is a reason behind everything. Come on. There's a reason behind everything everybody is doing. And when I discovered that, that's when I was like, okay, I can love people. Um, know that I'm not perfect. They're not perfect. And all they want is love. Everybody wants love. Regardless of if you say it or not, you won't love. True. Um, We're and programmed so, for it. Exactly. And so I'm here to offer that to people. And then people need joy. Nobody wants to go through this life just boring and mundane and just no. raggedy and mad. So if I can offer you some laughter from my pain. I'm not about to <laughs> or live my, my life like a little John album. I'm right? just not. Like... If I can offer you some joy from that, then... So be it. So be and my it. relational struggles. That's mostly what my status is uh, rooted in. And that's that, that's what I love. Like, it's just a real place. You know, I'm a stand for authenticity. Like, yes. don't bring no fake shit around Yes, me, but, yes. Um, no, seriously, I don't play that now. <laughs> like, I, like, Because no. I live the, the fake thingy. It and don't I can't it make it do so it. Good? Gee. When I, you could sit there and be like, oh, sweetie, I did that. That's cute. I, I can't do the fake stuff. Mm-mm. I can't. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, so even Subway and, and another aspect, yes, you have your brand one fine duo, duo, then you also have, you know, your social media persona, which you are heavily engaged, which mm-hmm. is amazing. Um, but then you also help your mom out with a lot of her events and engagements, mm-hmm. um, also helping with her site and everything. So how is it, especially coming from a more of a higher profile family, how are you able to then, you know, separate the two so that it can still be like, a healthy mother-daughter relationship. Okay. Um, let's see. My mom is instrumental in this in the sense that she lets me live and be me. So that permission alone um, is amazing because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't get that. They mm-hmm. Their parents live one life, and then they expect you to live the same life or be. Yeah, exactly, or be the same exact replica of them. And my mom... Is not that she realizes that I am a brand in and of myself as well. And that recognition alone is something else too. Like, wow, my daughter has her own business. She has her own things that she's doing. She doesn't, she's not going to always follow me all the way. So, um, balancing that we have to have a lot of candid conversations. And then my mom has to, um, put on different hats. So this sounds childish, but when we have meetings, my mom will literally like <laughs> do her hand in a motion where she says, okay, I'm putting on my mom hat now. Tiffany, this is where this is coming from. Or she'll say, okay, I'm putting on my business manager hat, like CEO hat. This is where I'm coming from. Because we used to get it clouded where I'd be like, you don't love me. Because she'd be like, I don't like this bio. This is ugly. This is this, that, and other. I'm like, you hate me as a daughter. <laughs> Like, girl, I said I didn't want Sephia. Like, what is wrong with you? Right, you were like, but that's not where I'm coming from. So we really had to literally have candid conversations and be like, candid conversations where we could separate the two and say, this is where I'm coming from as a mom. This is where I'm coming from as a businesswoman. And I recognize who you are. And me being able to use my voice and speak up and say, mom, I need my space right now, or mom, I need some time right now, or I have this, that, and the other event. And she recognized it and not try to, like, sabotage it. Because a lot of moms will do that, too. Like, working with your mother, if she has an event or if she knows that your event is close to her event, then she'll be like, well, I just really need you. And then you'll feel bad. And then 
cancel your event to accommodate her event. Do you know how many times you we <laughs> My mama not about that life. And I, I was about to say mom's mental no. <laughs> I'm like in general, yes. I I that yes. feeling is real. Right. It, it's just that's what is so beautiful to see when you have a healthy relationship and it's just like, no, I want you to win. Right. And I know that your win is my win. Right. Because everybody's going to look at me and be like, oh, how did you, did, like, y'all and just she's always like, Tiffany did it. And I'm words of affirmation is my love language. I don't know if y'all know about love languages, yes. but I love words of affirmation. You can tell me, girl, your thigh look real nice today. And I'll be like, oh my God, I'm <laughs> filled with the joy. See, and mine is words of affirmation and time. Okay, okay. I'm very big on I'm quality gifts. time. That second is my is gifts. Yeah, I wish I would have been about gifts a little bit more. <laughs> Maybe I could have got some nice ones. No, okay. <laughs> Because I'm no. sitting here like, I just want your time. And yeah, like, but when she goes in public and she's like, yeah, Tiffany did all of this. And I'm like, yes, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's me. That's me. That's me, mama. I feel so great. It feels good to be recognized. And to be appreciated. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Nothing like it. So it's great, yes, to be appreciated, to have people that recognize that. But. Like, case in point, we both have brands that we're, like, building and developing and mm-hmm. stepping out on faith and all this greatness. Mm-hmm. How do you combat the days when you don't feel like being funny, you don't feel like it, but you're just like, oh, I need to post or I need to do that? Like, is there, for you, like, just a level of transparency where you tell people that or you just suck it up and still, like, give people what they want? Like, how do you balance that? Uh, you know what? I do a little bit of both. And you know what? Actually, my memories have been my best friend. Anything helps. Like, you, because you got to keep the brand moving, regardless of if you want to do it or yeah. not, if you in your feelings. So it helps to um, get creative. You have to get creative and just decide, like, well, if I can't be funny this day because I ain't got no jokes because ain't nothing funny about doing work in Starbucks and freezing your tail off then uh, y'all going to get this nice selfie of me doing work in Starbucks. And that's going to be my brand for today. Like, you got to make the most of what you got. Exactly. And so that's the that's the only balance I can give, balance advice I can give is pull from other areas, make babies out of the brand, and pull from other areas of it. So in terms of the brand, and you have an amazing one, how is it that you decipher, you know, you, you got to keep your tribe close. And I'm actually starting to... <laughs> crazy crazy but i'm actually starting to find like the more i do the more i am truly appreciating just the five friends i got like it's like it it's on a whole nother level i know a ton of people but it's like i don't like the access not because i think i'm better than anyone but because you so it's sometimes hard to gauge like who's really just here because of like what it is that you present yep. in the sense of like my true self and right. versus who wants to be here because they see, like, oh, she about to pop or she doing something yep. that I want to be on. Yep. So how do you keep the tribe close and how do you determine, like, who even gets through those doors? Um. Well, I think that I have a lot of day ones for the most part. And so those people have remained consistent in treating me as they celebrate my wins, mm-hmm. um, but they also tell me if, that it's just terrible if it's trash and you need people who you can't have like just yes people around you all the time so for me um those people my sister is one of those who's willing to tell me tiffany take that down that's raggedy um one of my other good friends gabby my friend lauren hey hey, y'all um they are the ones who tell me like no so those people who can who have the ability to say no to you but also hit you up when your stuff is like amazing at the same time celebrate you that's those are the people who I want also the people who I can trust who I can know I can tell mm-hmm. my vulnerability my vulnerable moments to this is trash I want to cry I'm feeling finna jump in the lake like all these moments if I can disclose this information with you and you still not judge me and you still think I'm still amazing at, even after I want to jump in the lake and come out and dry off um that's when you can stick with me. Like, yeah. yeah. It can be just, and I hate, clout is becoming the word I hate just as much as like diversity and inclusion right about now. But it's true. Oh, like, I hate that word. Cloud chasers are real. And especially when we live in a generation that is so built on like, how many looks did you get? Who's rocking with you? Who just verified you? All this other stuff. It's like, sit down. Like, I don't have the patience for it. 
So lastly, I definitely want to know, where is it that you see your brand growing? Like, do you want to, I would love to, like, truly, I could totally see you on Insecure. Like, oh. I could totally see, not the shy, because I'm like, they would probably make you like a candy lady. Like, you're just so nice. <laughs> like, you ain't going to be out here selling drugs on oh, the shy. No. But, like, I would love to see you on, like, doing something funny and cool like a romantic comedy with like taraji and like you know so where is it that you see yourself going with your brand funny everybody keeps trying to push me to television but i just don't see myself i have to you know what i have to readjust my image if that's where i'm gonna go like i really have to talk myself into that Mm -hmm. and believe that i could do that in order for that to be done otherwise y'all would just be gassing me up and i get out there and then they'd be like okay scene and i'd be like oh god i can't do this and i'm break down and run away so like Maybe i would director be like don't you ever <laughs> bring her back to my goddamn studio do you hear me ever <laughs> um no but i definitely see myself uh having my own podcast eventually i don't know what work it takes to like do this stuff y'all make it look real easy but i know this ish is not let me be vulnerable on joy has questions i can be very lazy And I feel like I am not sometimes living up to my full potential because I obey my emotions. I don't feel like doing this today or I can't do this today or I make excuses or I've done enough work today, this and the other. Mm -hmm. And I don't really have um, sometimes that hustle that other entrepreneurs may have just because sometimes I think I have a, uh, a cushion or net to fall under. And so I don't know. I think I want my, my biggest thing with my brands is I just want my stuff to be consistent as consistent as possible. I want to be more disciplined. Um, and I want things to work cohesively. My life is very sporadic. My schedule is never like I'm going to go to the gym and then I'm going to drink a smoothie and then I'm going to, you know, work on entrepreneur stuff. Like at the drop of a dime, like I just got a phone call this evening that said I need you at the studio at 7 a.m. tomorrow that wasn't on my schedule I planned on going to the gym for the first time in a million years but I'm just saying like I just have to I need things to be a little more consistent and cohesive and that is really when people ask me what is your goal for your brands what is your goal for your life I want consistency out and of that's anything what's that, yeah, that's what separates in the world. it. I want consistency. I do see myself with a podcast. I do see my stuff um, really popping with another. Like, I want a magazine. I want, what else do I want? I want to, more than anything, you guys, I want to get married. How about that one? And I know that's, that's true. Like, people are like, you need to be independent. You need to this, that, no. and the other. No, no, no. You don't understand where I came from. Like, family and marriage, like, I've had wonderful models of that. Yes, so, for me, that's success to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and that may not be everybody's definition. Because everything else can be taken away. But at the end of the day, family means a lot to me. So, to have that would be number one. Number two would be my brands working cohesively. Three would be a podcast and making people laugh. If people can say at the end of the day, they they were like inspired by something I posted or they were happy or that's all that matters. Y'all. That would make me. Yes. Like I see all that for you. You definitely, you know, anything you need from me, you know, I got you. Girl, Joy, you already know. I love you. Like the other side. I know (laughs) the love Joy has for me. And it's, it, the the joy I feel for joy, oh. the love I feel for joy is deep. Y'all don't understand. Like, it's, been, like you it's literally, deep. you've been there. Like when I've had like some moments, I've been like, I just, I give up. Like I'm done. <laughs> like I'm not. And that's that's the craziest thing. Like when I truly was in a space to finally lift my head up and say, yeah. okay, maybe I can share my opinions, or maybe. I can have my voice. I had so many other thoughts back in my head that was just like, well, so-and-so is already doing this. Or you already got Dustin and Hey Asante and Crystal and Hey Fran Hey and Kid Fury and all these other people. There's no blame for you. There's nothing. And, and the loveys are out here making it. It's a wrap. You should have been did it. And you were one of the biggest people that was just like, girl, if you don't just do it, I look at your videos. They're funny. I be laughing. And I'm like, and 
it was just those little small things that I truly, you have no idea the type of encouragement that that has given me just to keep like the little engine that could. Girl, it comes from a true place. Like I could see if I was just gassing you up just to gas you up because the people will do that just to be able to say, yeah, I, I, I encouraged her back when she was nothing. No, like. I really felt that like that was that was from a genuine place. You got it. You out here. You popping. Same you saucy. Day. Okay. <laughs> you wavy. I'm a I'm a Mickey sauce. You know, all flat. What they okay. what the young people say? Do they still say lit? You no, lit? No. Oh, okay. no. Oh shoot. Trump said it okay. in a tweet. No, it. Okay. it's dead. What, what what are we saying now? Just say saucy. I like saucy. Saucy. Hey. You saucy. Hey. <laughs> we are turning into the aunties. <laughs> <laughs> Now I gotta call my little cousin. Be like, or my nephew. Be like, okay, what? What are y'all saying? Is it? Listen, is it I spicy? ask my little mentees like, this stuff all the time. What are we saying, y'all? Like, oh God, just I know that slap me if I ever say keep me young now. I'm like, because <laughs> if I hear one more Gen Xer or Baby Boomer tell me to keep them young, I'm like, keep my bank account young. No, Shut up. I've said it so many times. I'm already a Generation Xer. <laughs> Mark me down for that. I hate that. But I am because I'm that lame. But you know what? That's why people. Love I really me. am in a space of like I want. Then because I see how they made me feel, I'm completely like let these kids live, let them flourish. We all didn't have our shit together at one point, and it's just like be the guidance. But don't I hate it when people tell someone like, "Well, don't do that. That don't make sense." You know, like no, 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 not that. But we do have to do some balance. I oh, think true. Our, it can't gotta, all be IG filters. We need balance. Millennials need balance. Shoot, we out here needing balance, and then the generation after us, I they, what they call IGN. They're called Centennials. Yeah, Centennials. Mm-hmm. Huh. I thought they were called the I generation. I mean, they're the same. It is oh, it's the like same thing. Okay, okay, yeah. centennials. Yeah, balance is so needed. Like, the fact that I can't have a conversation with a centennial, though, like, that presents a problem. Like, that they're so behind, in- so <laughs> ingrained in social media. In social skills. That they, they can't do an interview. But what's crazy is they probably don't even need to do an interview, no. honestly. I'm at the, I have seen literally what's these kids doing all these little freak dance challenges. I be reporting all their pages because I'm like, sit your little 15 year old. Stop grinding on him. I'm like, that's how you sit here getting shit. <laughs> I do turn it to that person. Okay, so you are an auntie. You're a Gen Xer. Stop. I mean, in that aspect, because I'm not trying to see. First off, there are freaks out here. No, and I'm not true. trying to see people no, take advantage true. of these little kids. Like, You're we right. all know that, yes, our teenage years, we were exploring and finding ourselves sexuality i don't want to see it because you know what that's called child porn no like, seriously and then it's like it's it's right. not right you right you but right. the thing is i've seen kids doing them video i'm like how the hell these kids got twenty eight thousand views and they just did like a bop to a, a chorus of i like but it what's irritating about that is that i was just thinking about this the other day things become trendy and because we're so microwave once that's passed and, but their identity was set in that, then they're still trying to come up with the next great thing because they had that, like, right. fame for that short period of time. See what happened to Lil Bow Wow? He don't know what to do with himself. He really don't. Like, Lil Bow Wow, he just don't know. Seriously. That he's no longer famous. No, seriously. But then the Centennials all feel this way, mm-hmm. though. They want quick success, and then if they get it, then they're trying to keep making it go. And it's like, gee, you got to let that go. Like, they don't know how to let it go. True. And let the moment pass. Do you remember Mr. Hotspot who was like, I like that. Like, that dude who was just saying, <laughs> he was like, I hope you smiled today. You don't know who that is? I mean, you give me someone up, Terry, I hope you gonna, <laughs> like, <laughs> No! Mr. Who? Hotspot was so famous just like five seconds ago. He has deleted his his entire page and he has 1.1 million followers he is following nobody he has no profile picture his whole page is completely blank and i don't know what that comes from but i feel like once you've been a trend and you become a has-been then you don't know what to do with yourself i like that I just cannot believe you don't know who this person is. I mean, when you screamed like that, I thought you were talking about the little hip-hop preacher. I'd be like, you can be a success. (laughs) No! I I like that. And he always says, like, make sure you smile today. Ooh, you looking in that mirror. Oh, that boy! Oh, my God. Here we go. (laughs) Praise God. I know who he 
minutes. I like, was really confused. <laughs> oh, okay, with the hairline. Yes. Yeah. Okay. By Joy. I really, that's how, because I, I would get him and Remy, call him Remy. I would get them confused. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's how I was like, who, wait. Okay, I was like, okay. I just saw Remy's video. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can't keep up, and a lot of kids are dealing with that. That's unfortunate. This image thing, I'm an image consultant, if Joy hasn't already said that. But um, image from the inside out is really, really important to me. And I feel like everybody should be loving who they are within. Um, and that's what's going to exude on the outside. Whether yes. it's in your attire, your image yes. is going to reflect in your finances. Your image is going to reflect in your relationships. Your image is going to reflect in your social media posts. Your, your image is going to reflect in all that stuff. And so it's really important that we are whole and that we love ourselves unconditionally and it's not we got to face the stuff though in order to do that and on that is how we are ending <laughs> this interview because my girl got something to do at 7 a.m which means she got to get up a, like a smooth 5 45 yeah. so when i say i have had an amazing time having you on here love like oh i wish Joy, you were a co-host the, like, the feeling is so mutual definitely and um tell your mama i'll make my <laughs> july appointment in a week <laughs> No, I'll get it. I'll do it. But, you know, I'm a, a very strong proponent of um, mental health check-ins as yes. well as just self-love. I love the, you know, spa and facials yes. and, you know, nails. That's great. But sometimes you got to go deeper than just a no-chip manicure. I'm not saying this because she is a celebrity. I am saying this because truly this woman has, like, helped me to to really tackle and accept failure. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, a big thing that we're we're so scared of failing that we can't process, like, what happens when it does occur. Because yes. as an imperfect yes. humans, we are going to fail at something. And people are not posting their failures. Oh. They're only posting the best filtered versions of themselves every day. So and when you're scrolling, you never see it. that. And so... For me, Love McPherson, her whole family, Tiffany, like everyone, mm. like love y'all till the wheels fall off. Love you too. Definitely is an example of what a beautiful, healthy black family looks like in matching church clothes. <laughs> not trashy. I can't stand her. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on that note, I will be wrapping up with my motivational message, which you know is coming. So wrapping it up with Joy Has Questions after having the amazing uh, Tiffany McPherson on the show there is just no one who makes me smile like this girl love her to pieces but I just really wanted to talk about my motivational message for the week which is the art of letting go if you can't let go of your failures if you can't even acknowledge it or have that accountability if you can't let go of you know maybe if I'd have handled it differently it would have turned out this way or if I I should have told him or her that and then my situation you know I'd have felt better that means nothing because at the end of the day, you have to have the peace within yourself to say whether or not I walked away from this situation or they, if they cursed me, condemned me, or talked good on my name, whichever the situation was, I have to let it go in order to evolve to the next level. And the funny thing is that I am learning in terms of looking at my own journey those situations are never going to completely be done. They just evolve. It's the truth. What's that saying? New level, new devils. It just materializes in a different form. And if you can't truly within yourself learn how to let go of the personal trauma or the situations that's bothering you, you will be sitting here chasing fame, chasing clout, chasing success. And you might even acquire it, but you still will not be happy. And that's the thing, like, I love how my brand or my my show especially, like, I'm always about how to start your business, how to branch off and get your multiple streams of income or secure the bag or the notebook or whatever. But that truly, ain't no point in securing shit if you ain't secured your mind. Like, if you ain't secured your heart, if you haven't secured yourself, like... I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm happy that I can afford therapy, but do I like paying for it? Yes and no. No, because I would love to just be like, yes, here's this extra money. Let me get some more bundles. But the thing is, I'm really trying to better myself and be a better person. And for in order for me to accomplish that, I have to be willing to pour into myself to invest in myself. This is still a form of investing. How the hell can I give suggestions or advice to you all? And I'm not even living that life. 
this whole entire generation is one big ass Valencia filter in terms of what we want things to look like or how we want things to appear. I refuse to be broken. So for anyone who has hurt my feelings, I, I'm not even in this moment. I'm not even going to lie. Some of y'all I'm there with the, uh, the forgiveness others. We just going to pray on it a little bit more, but at least I'm actively trying to get to that space where I can literally look myself in the mirror and be like, I'm not going to let them hold me back from my next level. Mm-hmm. Cause you know what also happens just like, you will find yourself wondering why you keep seeing these situations. It's just like a video got, game. God ain't going to level you up to fight, you know, the final dragon you got to slay. And you over here and can't even collect, you know, gold coins from level three. That don't make no type of sense. King Koopa is not in your near future <laughs> if you can't deal with these raggedy little, like, pesky dragons that are on the lower levels. I know it might sound funny. It might sound whimsical. It might even sound like, Joy, you don't know nothing about Mario Brothers. I don't. I just tried. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is find the art of letting go. Figure out how to accomplish and what that means to you. Maybe it is therapy. Maybe it is yoga. Maybe it is church. Maybe it is you know, talking to people. Some people just need to write a letter and throw it out into the lake. Other people need to tell that person, no, this is what you did to me. But don't let somebody else hold that type of noose or hold that type of control over you because you will look up and be Mm -hmm. completely broken. And I see too many grown adults who are repeating the same pathologies of their families, of their friends, of the generation of society, because they do not understand how to do that one thing. I hope we all have a great, amazing week. Shout out to Serena. Um, and when, like, come on, the most beloved salutatorian ever. Like, the only time I ever saw somebody lose that people cared more about her than the person that actually won the damn thing. <laughs> like, yeah. they're up. She won. That's cute. Serena, how do you feel that you didn't win? Like, what? But everyone have a great week, and I will see you all next week for Joy Has Questions. Bye.